Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, so this is our International Women's Day special, our Q&A with the girls from the Harris Academy in Bermondsey and Miss Kelly, who was there yesterday, who you already heard. All right, girls, let's get into this. Q&A, ready? Let's do it. Who wants to go first? You guys want to ask some questions? So what was it like growing up and like um, growing up as a woman footballer? And like, was it tough? Did you have to go through some stuff? And how did you pay for it? Oh, good, good question. question. Should I, I go first? Off? I'll kick off. Yeah, so... It was tough for me. I've, I've got, I'm one of eight siblings, so it wasn't really easy to, to get to football. Um, we talked about accessibility earlier on in the show. I remember I used to carpool. So that means I used to, someone's parent used to come and pick me up and I used to go with them. Or when I played for Chelsea with Farrow, we used to get on a minibus similar to what Miss Kelly was saying to go to fixtures as a group. So financially, there was, there were some barriers. Um, I think for me, it was, it was really enlightening. I really enjoyed being part of football because I got to meet different people from different backgrounds and different cultures and different ethnicities that I didn't really get to see in and around my school. Like I spent time with them in school, but outside of that, I didn't really get to engage and get to know them as an individual. So yeah, I think those were the the main barriers in terms of accessing the game. But outside of that, I really enjoyed playing, playing the sport. I don't know if anyone else wants to. Mine's pretty similar to Earth's. Um, Yeah. I think access in terms of, transport being able to get there it was mostly other people's parents train bus tube whatever it was um financially quite difficult one of four one parent family um in terms of shin pads and kit etc was quite difficult we used to have to pay subs as well when we used to train Mm. um so trying to get that five pound to pay to play was quite difficult um had to do a couple of chores at home to get that Mm. no but really it was a it was difficult to get that funding and luckily as kids to be fair back then the, the the coaches that I played under was one of those that they they recognised talent when it was there and kind of people's backgrounds and understood that mm. you know they didn't want to deny us the opportunity to play so there were weeks that I got away with not paying subs mm. and obviously other kids wouldn't have known that but yeah I don't know if that still happens now it'd be great if it did but mm. I was lucky that that happened because probably my journey wouldn't have continued if I continued to have to pay every week because so <laughs> already getting the train there was mm. was expensive. Mm. And and just to add to that, I think just football inside the school was a lot more accessible mm. because I was on free school meals, like things like having packed lunch and Fed. going away on trips. Like I wouldn't have been able to do that outside of that. So luckily I was on free school meals and I was able to get like a free school packed lunch. Hot dog and, and chips, that. right? And yeah, not, well, not the pork. That's what we side, are, yes. but, um, Wait, Back yeah. then you ate pork. No, what you did? Did? Oh, oh my, of absolutely here. not. She's lying. <laughs> Jah, Rastafari, no, go on. <laughs> yeah, I think um, for me it was a bit different because I think in, in the U.S. there's so many girls that want to play. Um, like I said, it's more of a, a girl's sport than it mm. is for boys. So it was a lot of competition from a really young age. So even when I was playing, I was just playing AYSO, which is like anyone can play. And then I got sort of recruited at 12, which at that time was like 
quite old, you know, you really? get a lot of people go into clubs wow. at like, wow. you know, maybe a little bit younger. Nowadays, it's like four, you're in a oh, club gosh. already. It's <laughs> nuts. Um, but yeah, I, I think once I got into that competitive environment, I was quite young and I think I was a little bit more naive because um, my school was a little bit further away and uh, football gave me the opportunity as well to play with different types of people. So I wouldn't have been able to have played with girls from like Torrance or, you know, from different socioeconomic backgrounds and races and religions because um, my school was n not that diverse, um, to be really honest. So. I think um, my eyes were opened quite a lot when I was quite young, but it was hard, like competitively. Oh, the US really is crazy compared yeah. to like in, in terms of that, what yep. you say there and how much parents are prepared to oh pay God, for the their kids to make nuts. it in a sport is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, definitely if I had to pay to make myself something, I'd, I wouldn't have. Yeah. I wouldn't have. Mm. Like yeah. when you go to the US, I went there coaching. In terms of what parents do, like they've got a big field outside their front yard and mm. it's like they're paying coaches to come yeah. and coach their kid as you say yeah. from the Individual age of four training and mad yeah i just get a born kick against the wall yeah so so did i yeah, madness yeah. it's mad cool. thank you zayna yeah. um next one next question who's your favorite footballer and why oh. oh is that male or female or just any messi 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 is yours messi is it actually i love messi yeah. yeah who's yours bex Oh, why, why, why Messi? Just Messi, just, uh, there, there's no explanation, don't need to explain. He's just that good. He's just genius, just the guy's genius. a genius. Gosh, I go through phases, um, I really do. Caroline Graham Hansen used to be my favourite player, she's a Norwegian player who plays for Barcelona, but she's been injured for a while and she's just come back. Actually, I'm, I'm going to stick with her because I, I, I want to see how she does coming back. Um, not a very big name, uh, not very flashy as a person, doesn't have a big social media following, but she's one of those players that anyone, any player you talk to will go, oh my gosh, yeah, she's definitely one of the best players. So so mine was a player that played for Brazil called Sissi. So she was a left back that played, well, she wasn't a left back, she played on the left um, for Brazil. And yeah, she was someone that I guess looked as close as, what I wanted to same do same haircut of, in same fact. haircut her barber her barber was not as sharp as mine but she she could pass um but yeah she was very skillful she liked to like nutmeg players and just do all the tricks and flicks and yeah I like doing that as a player so it's definitely Sissy from Brazil for she me. was good she very was so good. good can I ask a question yeah. um what would you girls like to see more of in terms of like what football has to offer they don't want to answer that Oh, hand shut up straight at the back there. Well, obviously, like from young, I was like introduced to football, and like in primary school, I used to play football, but like it was mostly boys, and it was a thing where it was like there wasn't really any girls' football teams. Like the boys were able to go like have competitions with other schools, and like with the girls, there wasn't much opportunity for us. And I feel like if there was more of an opportunity, I would be more like involved in football right now. And I feel like it's kind of like unfair with how boys get more opportunity than us girls. Hmm. I've got a question it's if anybody really wants to answer, answer it. Really good. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. It's a really good answer. Does anybody know the route into the game outside of school? So if you if you didn't have school teachers that would help you, does anybody know how they would get into maybe a grassroots team or into a... a, a... Yeah, does anybody know the route? No. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, let's say it because there's people out there that, that I didn't know the access into the game. I literally, when I was a player, there was a small little advertisement, maybe this big, that was in a Chelsea programme that I took home and I got my uncle to ring them and ask them, could I come for a trial? Otherwise, I wouldn't have known 
my entrance into the game. So. You literally would not have be sitting no. here today had you not seen that ad. No. Potentially, well, potentially not, unless someone yeah. saw me in a youth club. There was another. But yeah, it was just that my uncle ran. That's and, mad. Yeah, so I'm saying I didn't even even when I was coaching through the game, mm. didn't know the pathway into the game. Mm. So I'm saying now, obviously, it's more visible. Do people understand like where they would go outside of school to get themselves involved in in football? Does Does anyone know how to get into a team or how to join a club? One of my teachers, they suggested like this community program that Millwall does for girls, but without someone suggesting it, I don't think you would have known that it happens. Okay, cool. Thank you. I've got a question. In terms of like, you know, like culture, like we're all different, right? All different backgrounds. In terms of your family support, are there barriers within that for you as females to get into football? Does anybody want to share if they have a barrier within that? Yeah. Um, Growing up, there was... No, really, there's not really a lot of talk about like women's football. They were just really focused on men's football. So I grew up not really knowing that women's football was like really public and everything. And yeah, it was just really, it was not really um, focused. So in your family home, yeah. would would men's football be spoken about but not female football? Yeah, no, no talk of female football. And now, now that the game's obviously bigger, would that be a conversation that would be supported yeah. within the family? I mean, with my mum, yeah, but, you know, with the rest of the family, no, I don't think so. Anyone else got a different view that we haven't spoken to yet? Um, Maybe because, like, my mum and my dad, like, through growing up, like, they didn't really know much about, like, girls playing football. So, like, they all, most of that they would think about is, like, doctors and, like, Mm. yeah, they would just, like, think that, like, I would get more money from, like, being a doctor and they would think that I would be smarter and stuff like that. So that's why, like, since I became older, like, I've been watching football and, like, I grew up to like football more, yeah, more and more. Yeah, no, that's really interesting because, obviously, only the women's game has only recently gone professional, so it's only now a career where you can make money from it. Whereas, you know, when you've spoken to girls before, it's been quite difficult for families to support being a a sports person or female sports person where they don't see that route in terms of financially then being able to support yourself. So being a doctor, a teacher or having a career... It's probably more supported within female families. Um, so it's really interesting. Thank you. And, and just from, I guess, the women's game over here, do you guys have any heroes? Has is is anyone kind of come through as, as like a hero from from football? Anyone got any female football heroes? My mum. Oh. Why, why, why? Why, why your mum? Because she just does so much for football. And if, like, if she was in the school doing football and if I didn't come to the school, I wouldn't be probably, I probably wouldn't be playing football. Mm. Nice, nice. Support your family. Encourage you to play. Does yeah, she want she you to does. play? Yeah. Why? What did she say? She's just always saying how I can do it and I can play football. And every time, <laughs> say if I don't want to go to a football or something, that like she'll make me go and then it will make me like I'll actually enjoy it. Cool. Just the last question for me: Are there any other barriers that we haven't spoke about or mentioned that you guys think there is to to football? Any barriers? Oh, lots of hands. Lots of hands. <laughs> People, you are uh, like people in general. They are like, um, like some people say women can't play football, um, which is not really true. So, and then you, some some women lose motivation for um, the sport that they desire. And um, yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's so crazy for me to hear that. Like, it's so, thank you so much for the honesty, but I always find it so shocking because growing up in the States where, like, it's just girls, everyone can play and it is a, it is a girl's sport. So I don't know. I would encourage you guys to watch the U.S. women's national team and, and some of the league there because it's, there's huge crowds. And we, we spoke to one of the, the coaches that coaches over there. They have massive stadiums. They're fold, filled every, every weekend and it's just fantastic. So if you ever do feel like you can't play or people are saying that, you'll know that actually it's not true. <laughs> Is there any more questions from? Um, how do you feel about like the money difference between men and women footballs? Like, you see, if you was to buy a player from another team, it's like kind of like a big price difference between if you was to buy a male football player. Yeah, I mean, look, we we all we all know that financially, the the difference between the men's and the women's games is huge. Um, I think it's something that we need to not compare. I think it makes it really difficult to grow our game the more we compare it with the men's game that they are so far down their journey than the women's game. We've only been professional maybe six years, seven years. Mm -hmm. So we're just at the start of where our game potentially can go. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's a huge difference, but something that certainly when I was a player didn't focus on and I'm not sure that the women now focus in on it a lot. Um, they're getting paid now, I think, which is... a, a certainly an improvement from when I started the game they're able to live off just playing um, when we all played I mean I don't know for you Bex being aboard but in this country when we played we had to work alongside playing because the salary we were getting wasn't enough Bex is it aboard you have to yeah, do both yeah I, I could be fully professional but I chose not to because I got bored playing football all the time <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah it, it was a lot more challenging but I think just to answer your question um it's it's really about the money that goes in is what you get out and like you said you you guys you don't you never had an opportunity to, you don't play if you played a lot more if people were buying you shoes and all of the equipment and opening up all the pitches and getting you really good coaching that takes a lot of money to make you a really good player from a young age and all the way through you think about all the money that would go into that then clearly the the value of you would be a lot more you'd be a lot a better player more entertaining to watch right so it's not because men or women are better or worse or we should even compare as far as saying, but there's a lot more money that's gone into the men's side, which is why there's a lot more money coming out of the men's side. What we need to focus on is how do we get you guys the right opportunities? How do we get you opening the pitches and getting the right coaches and getting the funding into you at, at this level is, is the most important thing to focus on, I think, as we've heard today. And, and if you were... I'd say prime minister or England manager or head of football in this country. And you have, you got to ask for one thing, one change to be made. What, what one wish do you reckon you'd ask for? If you had one thing that you think 
would really make a difference? What one thing would you would you ask for? Maybe we take a couple of them and just see what yeah. I think they should like use bigger stadiums for games because um, the England Lionesses are playing Australia this April, but they're still not playing in like big stadiums like Wembley, and lots of people would want to go see those games. Yet those tickets sell out quite fast. Mm, I can't let me come back at that. I just think the difficulty is is when you play in them big stadiums, right? So it gives you an opportunity. So when the Lionesses play at Wembley, there's an opportunity for fans that probably won't normally be able to access going to Wembley because of the prices of men's games get the opportunity to go to Wembley on a ticket of £10 right mm. but at some point playing at those big stadiums those tickets will no longer be £10 so it's really difficult to kind of balance what the value of watching a women's game at these big stadiums i.e. Wembley compared to the men like at some point that value is going to change mm. and everybody will say they'll want to pay it but a ticket that you can go and watch a Lioness at Wembley is now currently at £10 for example mm. if tomorrow they go right we're going to play Australia or Brazil at Wembley for £50, will we fill the stadium? Who knows? But mm. I'm just saying that's just an example because it's the same with the men. You know, cut finals, they're like, yeah. the, the ticket price is £90. Like, crazy. I just mm. got two tickets, Newcastle, Man United, £90 a ticket up mm. in the sticks. So I'm saying, we, we, we <laughs> love to, right? we yeah. love to, we <laughs> to hear that, right? We love to like, want, we want them to play in these stadiums, but at some point the cost of these stadiums, the value of the ticket is going to increase and then the difficulty is then, then filling it. Well, they lose money on Wembley every time too. Exactly, that's yeah, the point, especially when, yeah. yeah. So Any other difficult, suggestions? Really difficult. Couple more? Um, I just feel like being able to like, like everyone just having the chance to like play and even just to do like whatever you want because I just feel like some people get more opportunities than others because of like where they've come from and things like that. And I just feel like everyone should be open to everything and everything they can do because obviously from young, like I wasn't open to like women's football, but I knew about football because my brother would play it. So, like, from that, I just knew about football a lot. So, just, like, some people don't get that because they might not have an older brother or, like, they might not, just, like, their family might not watch football. So, I just feel like having the opportunity to, like, see everything, basically. Mm. Mm. Good answer. Yeah, yeah really good. I was going to ask, um, when you were a child or around our age, did you see yourself doing what you're doing at the moment? Good question. That's a great question. What, sitting on a podcast? I'm not so, sure. <laughs> I think I definitely saw myself talking because my teachers t- in my reports at school always says, works really hard but talks too much. Who got? Who always gets that? Yeah, I think they copy and paste it, I promise you. Um, but no, I thought I was going to be a professional footballer. I thought I was going to play for Man United's men's team. I was going to be the first ever female to play <laughs> no, 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 that was dream. a big laugh <laughs> she actually dreamt this every I day really she would tell laugh. me this yeah. I thought I was going to be the first female to play for a men's team for Man United and win the Premier League and be so successful so in my mind left back behind Giggsy you haven't put that in that's all I actually thought I was ever going to do just pass my GCSEs and then play for Man United and live happily ever after so no <laughs> I mean, no, I didn't ever think growing up that I'd be a professional footballer at any point. Um, I obviously hoped for it, didn't visually see it because there was nothing in front of me to kind of drive towards. But I sacrificed everything, including education, which I do regret. Um, yeah, I mean, I went to school every day. My, my attendance was brilliant. But in terms of my concentration, I just wanted mm-hmm. to finish school, get to lunchtime to play football, get to after school to go and do football. So mm-hmm. I kind of focused all in on being a footballer, even though realistically... I didn't think at the time there was never no hope yeah I mean I was lucky I got it to the back end of my career but yeah. I took huge huge risks right. in doing that in terms of not staying on at college Earthen knows about that <laughs> I was a little rebel so I just did yeah I made bad choices as a kid I was too young I was just driven by football mm. that was my motivation That's um really without really point. knowing where football was going to lead me to 
That's a great point because I think nowadays everyone sort of wants to be a professional. I mean, I've put everything in, but actually I, I was the opposite. I never really wanted to be a professional footballer. <laughs> um, I, yeah. She only captained New Zealand, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't. I like, I, it's embarrassing, but I wanted to work in finance like, um, and, and I wanted to have my own business doing that. And so for me, I sort of fell into it because I really liked it and I was passionate about it, but I always had other things in the education were just really important for me so I think you know having a balance you said the same and and you do the same I think the balance is kind of the key moving forward but the good thing is you don't have to know what you want to do because you know I changed I started my own company two three years ago and I you know out of nothing so it, it changes quite often and I won't tell you how old I am, but it's older than you. So you can always make changes. So it's a great question though. Thanks for asking. We did this last week, didn't we? We answered, we answered a similar question yeah. and I was like, I would, I would have worked in an ice cream van if I didn't make it as a footballer. And this is true, right? I promise you. <laughs> Cause when I couldn't get the ice cream after school because we didn't have the money, I was like, I'm going to be on the ice cream van <laughs> and I will eat as much ice cream as I want. <laughs> That's so good. lucky I made it as a footballer for, for seven years. Yeah. No, it's good. All right, girls. Thank you so much for today. Did you have fun? Yes. Yeah. Did you of course something? I did. I got them out of lesson. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you learn loads of stuff? Yeah. More you than you'd learn in a lesson. <laughs> for those of you who like football, are you going to play more? Yeah, just find it, find a ball, find a friend. You can always just go play in a park. That's what I did a lot growing up too. But yeah, really. And if you haven't need any help or you ever want to talk to anybody, it's us three are here. We'll be your support team. Farah Williams really loves that the most of all of us. So. Of course I do. <laughs> but thank you again for having us. Um, Shauna, Miss Kelly, thank you very much for, for coming on and for sharing your time and, um, all the best for you guys and happy International Women's Day. Ball. Very cool. See you next week. Ciao. Later. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.